The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hashtag no music, no intro. The draft 2023 round one Saints Twitter podcast draft recap um, recording right now. We it is a little after ten a.m. in New Orleans. I am in New Orleans right now in a hotel. Uh, Ryan is in New Orleans last uh, location unknown um, at a hotel. Yeah, uh, we. Uh, before we even talk about the draft, man, I uh, I, I just want to say this truly from from the bottom of my heart. Uh, you know, we were able to put together uh, a draft party last night. Um, did a live stream at Beer Bayou Garden, and you know, I just I just recently put a tweet up about it, just in terms of how crazy life is sometimes. The last the for, the only time the last time i was there um was 2017 we were there for the the pats saints game where yeah. first time you became a meme the infamous uh, infamous <laughs> one where you tweeted out you know hashtag fire sean payton and then quickly dele- deleted it um <laughs> and um fast forward almost six years later and we're there and you know, there's a good bit of us there. We have, you know, we have Mike and Daniel from the UK. We had Joey from Pennsylvania. Um, we had Brock drive from hmm. Lafayette. He drove three hours to be there. Man. Tony uh, worked in Baton Rouge and he lived in Hammond. So he drove, you know, two plus hours to be there. Um, it was just, it was, it was a special night. Um, I want to give a lot big shout out to Beer Bayou Garden um just for the setup, the space. Uh it was just yeah, it was, was great. Nice. You know, the vibes were great. Um it just really made me proud of the the community um that we've been able to build in a short period of time because you know, our anniversary of the podcast always kind of ties into the draft as mm-hmm. our first episode happened during 2020 during the pandemic um during the draft time like a little month before so the draft or yeah like a month or so before the draft and just to see how things have changed in three years so truly from the bottom of my heart i want to i want to thank every all of our listeners um who listen who support us um 
I want to thank our Patreons who listen and support us. And also, whether it's a dollar, whether it's $10, 15 whatever, whatever the amount is, you know, that's hard on money that you guys um, are putting, you know, towards us. And in turn, you know, we always try to make sure that that the funds that we get from from you guys to help, you know, help us build this goes back to our community and even though we've, you know, we do this podcast, we came together because we all have the same, you know, affinity and liking the Saints and liking the same football team. Uh, you know, so sometimes we get together and we like you know, Discord or whatever. It's like football is like the last thing we talk about. Yep. And it really has become a community. And it, it made me emotional kind of being there last night. And, you know, Mike, you know, our, our buddy from the UK, who who is not gay, by the way, Ryan. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we know. Oh, we know. You know, Mike just, you know, kind of in the madness of last night, he just, you know, leaned over to me much much like he did when we had our first big meetup last October and just said, like, you you know, you and Ryan should just just be proud of yourselves, man, for everything you guys have done. And it 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 hit a chord in me and it it made me emotional thinking about it. So anyhow, well, I'll, I'll wrap this this diatribe up, but truly. Everyone who support us, th- thank y'all so much. It, it it means it means the world to us, and um, you know we we wouldn't be here and be successful without without the listeners and, and the fans. So we, we truly appreciate it. No question. Um, let let's let's dive in. Let's go. Round one. The Saints stay put, bro. They stay put, man. They did not move up. They did not trade up. I tweeted even before the draft started. I said, as long as they don't trade next year's 2024 first round draft pick, the first round is just like that was my biggest fear. Um, <laughs> they did not trade up. They wanted to trade. I can say I can say they wanted to trade up. They wanted to trade up. They called about trading up, um, but the price a little too pricey. And kind of forced them to stay put. They draft Brian Breesy. The Breesy or Brees? Breesy. Breesy. Um, defensive tackle out of Clemson. Of course, look at the sheet that Jay com- helped us compile. In terms oh. of the defensive tackle athletic profile, he's an outlier athletically, meaning that not only does he Theoretically, does he match? But he blows the numbers that defensive tackle would match because he's so gifted athletically. So he was an outlier. Um, it hit a need. And I think the thing that makes me completely okay with this pick is that when you when I watch him, and there's not a lot on YouTube, there's not a lot, a lot of game cut-ups of him. No. Um but when you do watch him or if you watch his highlights, I I see it. Yeah. Like I don't I don't question it. And I was gonna tweet this last night and I didn't, but I'm gonna say on this podcast, maybe I did tweet it. Or maybe I put it in the Discord. I don't remember. But to me as a player, he is what people want Clancy to be at the defensive time. Mm, yeah, I believe that. Like Everything people rave about Kalaja Clancy as a tackle, when you watch Brian Breesy, 
he's actually that player. Now, he does come with some caveats. You know, he, he oh, yeah. has, you know, he has his Torrance ACL. Um, so he missed a year of football for that. Um, he had a shoulder issue, had a kidney infection. Oh. And then the, the big thing that kind of hovered over him last season is that his sister succumbed to, um, I believe it was, a, it was brain cancer, if I remember. Yeah. Right. 15 and years old. So last year was a whirlwind for him. I kind of see this as a Saints move of like, this guy is so good at his position. He fits the need. He's in our cloud. Had he had either been healthy or maybe, and I, I hate to say this, but maybe didn't go through the things that he went through as a player or even just as a person, he's he's a player that probably should have been drafted a lot higher in, in their eyes. So the right. fact that he failed to them, it, you know, for them at 29, it was it, it was a win for them. And I I don't I do not dislike the pick at all. And which you know sometimes at the round one you know we, we get on here we just annoyed and. Me- I don't have any complaints, man. I really don't. Okay. I am I'm good with it. I'm especially, good with it. Especially with the way um the division the way the board, Yeah, the way the oh, division okay. drafted, well, but the way the board fell. Yes. Um, yes. you saw, you know, the running backs go early, you saw the quarterbacks go early, you saw, you know, the run on defensive ends and defensive a few defensive tackles go. Uh it was just like, okay, who are the Saints gonna pick? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But, but you know, for him to still be there in their cloud, it just it just made it just made a bunch of sense, man. Like athletically, his athletic profile is perfect, matches exactly what they look for. Um look, man, like you said, like I look at the tape, I don't feel disgusted. I look, I see a dude no. that play with a lot of plays with a lot of energy, physical, strong. He's explosive, bro. Explosive plays with that football passion. Um, you know, he uses his hands, he has a mean, like like he, like he, like once he gets his hands on you, bro, like you going down, you going down, bro. Like he's not, he's not getting bullied all over the field and stuff like that. Took on a lot of double teams from that three tech. Sometimes he shades over the the defensive end. Sometimes I mean the uh, offensive tackle. Sometimes tracks the ball. Um, I just saw like an active player that, regardless, you're getting a player that's gonna that's gonna like you know gonna get after it. You know what I'm saying? It's, this yes. This is not a player that you wonder like, does he like football and all that? No, stuff? no, no, no. It's not. It's not even the question. Obviously, the only question is his health, um, and he's healthy I, right now, from what I understand. I do feel like his health, his health things have have slightly been blown. I do a too. bit out of proportion. Yeah, it just reminds me of like uh, I, I want. I'm not gonna do him that, but kind of like a Trey Hendrickson in a way. Because I remember when Trey Hendrickson was drafted, I was like, man, I can't find nothing on this guy. But he's like more like a rich man, Trey Hendrickson, where you know he was a, I mean, he was like the highest recruited player coming out. Yeah, of you, school, you know what I'm saying? Like no, no more, no more high, high school Georgia. Recruit. You know what I'm saying on that great Georgia defense. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's just you, when you pick at 29, bro, especially like positions of value like defensive tackle, defensive end, cornerback, you're gonna get players with a with a star next to him or something or some kind of little caveat whether that's injury whether that's off the field or something they're going to have some kind Top, of like, to like a per- perfect example of that 
is the the player that went right after them to exactly. fuck the Eagles, bro. But like oh. Nolan Smith, right? What, what's his caveat? Like, it's like, what, like, what's his position? Where does he play? He's a little too small. He went to the perfect fucking team to kind of wipe away those questions, right? Right. Um, but but it, it was the perfect team, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, after, oh my god, that's why yeah, that's yeah. why he kept falling because it was like only a specific team would draft him. It like it was like the Eagles, the Steelers, the Pats, and the Jet, like the Jets. Like those kind of teams make perfect sense for Nolan Smith because like they, yeah. they, anyway, we're getting aside. But yeah, to your point, the lower you get in the draft, like there, there's there's especially in a draft like this, like after. 16, 17-ish players, a lot of guys kind of just just kind of meld together. Mm. Um, and I 100%, I, should, I won't say I know, but I 100% believe that Breezy was a player that was in their cloud as a absolute definite first-round pick. Um, and he was there at 29. So I, I, I feel like I can, I can tell the cloud. I don't feel like that is proprietary information that I can't disclose. So their cloud, and I put this in the Discord, was uh, Brian Breesey, uh Miles Murphy, who got who got taken right before them. And I th- mm. and I haven't watched a lot of Miles Murphy, but I just from what a little I've watched, I think the who, who drafted him them was the Jags, Bengals, um, Bengals. Bing, I think the Saints may have gotten saved. Personally, oh, oh, I agree. I completely agree. So Brian Breesy, Miles Murphy, Dalton Kincaid, um, who went to the Bills, and um, Jack Jackson Smith Ajigba, um, and the fact that Smith Ajigba fell to twenty, I was like, like when he got to twenty, bro, I was like, we we was waiting on that Florida leader, waiting, bro, waiting. It was like they 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 got to go get him, got to go get him, but they they didn't. Not for like trying, but they didn't right. go get him. And I, you put you pair how they drafted. So let's let's on a bigger scale talk about how the NFC South drafted, right? So Bryce Young goes to the Panthers, which is no big surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bucks take Clancy, who I think mm-hmm. also saved the Saints from themselves. Because I don't, Thank you. I I. I, as much of him as I watched was with two games, maybe two and a half games, bro. To me, he did not. He was not a first round talent, like not his right. tape. Now, athletically, sure, but purely based on his tape, was not a first round talent to me. Sorry. To me. Um, and then the Falcons. I think I talked about. I want to say either I put it in our Discord. Or I was talking about it maybe prior to the draft. The Falcons had like their kind of cloud. Was Bajan, Jackson Smith, the Jigba, and Jalen Carter. And Ryan Nielsen, Nielsen was pleading with Terry Fontenot for weeks. Please give me Jalen. Just give me Jalen. But they they zagged and they went Bajan Robinson. And that makes that offense like we saw what happened last year with an Arthur Smith led team offensively run game, Tyler Algiers, like, like that, fuck that game was a, like the saints won that game, but fuck, that was a hard game to watch as a fan. 
just because when you are an opponent, when you're a fan of a team and your team defensively cannot stop the run, that's a hard thing to watch, man. It's like, I, I know players get heavily, like as a fan, I'm like, we can't stop these dudes at all. (laughs) So then they, you want to sprinkle Bajan Robinson on top of that. The fact that the Saints drafted Breezy is like the, the run game was shit last season. Um, and I and I this may not be a because they haven't drafted a whole bunch, but in the amount of defensive tackles they drafted in round one since I've been a fan. So the since so since I've been a fan, it's been Jonathan Sullivan, Sed Ellis, uh, Seldon Rankins, and Brian Breesey. Breesey probably is one of the more excited picks I have been that they drafted at that position. Because typically I hate defensive tackle in the first round. You know this. I can't stand it. I'm I'm good, bro. So, I'm good. It's a hard position to get right, bro. It's so hard to get right. It's hard to find those type of guys, like the really good ones. So it's like, and even when they are good in college, it's like, will it translate to the NFL? And, you know, it's just so much that comes with it. But you're right, man. Like, he, you know, when I look at him, he's one of the better DTs that they drafted in the first round. Um, just a. All I wanted was them just to get somebody where I don't have to squint and kind of like thank you look and see like oh well maybe you know if you know he's an athlete so maybe if they could coach him up I'm you know I, yeah obviously he needs coaching but I'm not worried so much about his ability you know what I'm saying right as long as he's healthy I think he's going to be an impact player how much of an impact player we'll see you know what I'm saying but. I think he has the, you know, athleticism, the the football, the football attitude, the football instincts, and all that stuff to be a good player. Um, I do think, like you said, it's a position of need, bro. Like they, that defensive tackle spot was a sore hole. So now they got the two guys that they could picked up in free agency. They got him. You still got a whole draft to go through the next couple of days. Um, so you know that you know just it it help it, it'll help you know look to still. Probably is a um, a weakness at the defensive end spots. Um, probably don't address it in this draft. Uh, maybe, but probably not. But you know, at least you got some beef on that line that'll pretty much make everybody else's job easier. Right. Um. I I feel like this is like the few one like one of the few times where you have value in terms of BPA and need essentially kind of aligning, right? Um, I think maybe the last time that that's happened for the Saints, maybe, maybe without, I would say potentially like without them trading, right? And just they just kind of stayed put was probably what, for me, probably like Malcolm Jenkins. Um, So, and that that worked out and I'm not not comparing the two at all. Um, But it's just, I, I'm I'm good with the pick. I I really am. And I was know, more upset. I was more upset that there was no real reaction. Everybody was just like, it, it was it oh. was like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> I get it. Um, Even on Twitter, everybody was like, oh, look on Twitter. Some people was mad they didn't get Nolan Smith. Like, bro, the Saints were never going to draft Nolan Smith, bro. Like, make it wasn't going to make no sense. Like, I'll be fair. I'll be honest. Right, the player I wanted. Was Michael Mayer, right? Um, was still, he was still, available. He's still on the board. Yeah, still on the board. Um, I don't think he makes it to forty. And round no. round two starts. 
at 6 p.m. Central. So Pittsburgh, number one. Pittsburgh, Cardinals, Detroit, um, Colts. Yeah, Mayor. He's going to one of them. Can we can we just quickly talk about? And this, this I got to get got to give myself a, a little credit. You know, we we, we started this game, and I, I want to give a shout out to our, our dude Dark Saint and Corey, um, yeah. two of the co-hosts of the twenty twenty eight and three podcast. If you haven't listened to it, check it out. Came came by, had a, you know they were great. Max came with his wife. Corey was there, just great dudes. And like this is what as as a Saints community, right? Yes, each of us have our own podcast, but neither of us have animosity or anything like that where there's beef or struggle. Like we we all we all sit at the same table, right? And we all are doing this for fun and just to, you know, have a good time. And so they came by and so Max came up with this great idea because, you know, everyone was kind of predicting the pick before it came up came came out. And so then he started a competition. So Max won. He he won last Max night. Won? Yeah, he had he correctly picked six picks. So let me let me clarify. If there was a consensus of what the team was gonna do, like if everyone said, you know, the Lions were gonna draft and everyone's in agreement, then no one got got the pick. But um Max got six picks right. I got four and then I don't I don't know who was after that. But I think my my shining moment of the night was when Detroit was on the clock and everyone was guessing. Who, I, I just, I just had a feeling. I just, I said Jamar Gibbs. I, just, I just felt it. I just felt it. And you know, I, I, I stayed off of social media almost ex- the entirety of last night, so I didn't want to be spoiled about what was coming. Um, and it, it probably got flamed on social media and blah 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 blah. But yeah, the nerds were the nerds were rioting. It just it just it made it made sense. It made sense to me. Right. I, um, I don't know if there's anything that just annoys me more because I, it, it don't get me wrong. Like I understand the logic. I, look, I work in reporting. I work with data and reporting. I understand analytics. I work with analytics. I understand value. I get it. Like I understand the running back argument, but it has seemed to like it's jumped the shark. Shark, bro. To the point where it's like, why are you touching the running back in the first round? You shouldn't even think of touching one. They shouldn't even be on your board in the first round. It's like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, every draft is different, and the goal of the draft is to get good players on your That's team. That's it. Period. Good players, bro. That's it. And them people is excited. Detroit fans excited to get an exciting offensive weapon. Like, they keep calling him running back, but he's a weapon. Pass game, run game, everything. That impacts your team. That impacts winning. That in- impacts excitement of watching football. So it's like I just wish they shut up about you know Please. where these guys get drafted, bro. Like that's it's a good pick. Like be happy for them. Yeah, could they have waited? You know, three more picks or five more picks? Sure. Who cares? I just good players, man. Just fucking get them. Get them and f- figure it out later. Get, figure it out later. It works it out in the end. Like if you follow that concept of getting good players, it all works out in the end. It does. It does. So give me. So let's talk about the Saints a little bit, and then I kind of want to talk yeah. about the draft as as a whole. We don't want to make this a, a too long of an episode. We had a great time last night. I, I think my body still like I didn't even drink a whole bunch, but like you know, just it, it and it was like it was humid yesterday as as it is usually in New Orleans, and 
this morning as I'm getting dressed, I was like, man, I did not pack enough fucking shorts. I brought too many fucking jeans. Like, got goofed. Um, Ryan, it's time to tell the listeners a secret. Yo, this the infamous picture of you going viral on social media, sweating in the white shirt, looking confused. What people don't know is before that picture was taken, you had just mowed the lawn in the hot New Orleans heat. Yep, sweating. Don't know about you, but if you want to avoid becoming a meme and avoid becoming a viral hit on social media, I think instead of you mowing the lawn, there's a company out there that got you covered. That is Ground Up Landscaping Services. They service the greater New Orleans area. We've seen their work in person at the hashtag Saints for the Podcast Meetup. The backyard area was outstanding. Yeah, we know we know the owner of this company. He's an outstanding person, a really good dude. And look, I've seen pictures of his work all done all around New Orleans. Beautiful work. Everything he takes care of, him and his crew, and he's good, honest, and on time. Uh, if you want to visit them, visit www.groundupnola.com and you get the book of free quote. And these guys are licensed and insured. So this is not some, you know, shade tree, you know, guy to come cut your grass. These are dependable business business professionals that will take care of your lawn. And they do beautiful work that you can check out on their Instagram and Facebook. They'll make your garden space spectacular from the ground up. So round two approaches. They, they're at pick 40. Let's assume that they, they, don't, they don't trade up. Who, I, I want to do the who are players you think, give me two players you think they would draft and give me two players you hope they oh. do draft. Man, I got to look at a board or something, man. Like who's, who's available? It's a lot, lot, lot of good players still available. A lot of them. Um, you know, obviously, Mayor, we talked about him. Is that is that a hope they draft or or you think they will draft? I think they're gonna go offense. I'm gonna say that much. I do okay. think they go offense with this number forty pick. Whether that's a running back, you know, do they want to wait around like they did last year and miss out like on Kenneth Walker and all that stuff? Right now, I mean, who's available? You got Charbonnet, you got um, uh, Spears. Uh, like I don't think this would be. I don't think forty is too early for Spears. You know, don't play around if you really like them. Go get them. You think so? I mean, it's early, but it's not too early. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want them, if you really like them, go get them. Like, I wouldn't be mad at it. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to eleven grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. You know, to pick them at 40. Um, And, you know, these running backs are going, bro. You know, like there's going to be a point where they just start flying off the board. And you can mess around and try to wait till the third round, which is fine because there probably will be other running backs they right. can get. But um, if you know Spears is the only one I'm really thinking about right now, but there are some other good ones. I just can't think of their names right now. But obviously, Mayor, I don't think they would draft him. But I don't, I don't um, think they would either. But if he's there, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Um, Laporte or whatever his name is, that tight end, I would like him. Um, 
could definitely see offensive line too. No idea who's available, um, but I could see them addressing offensive line. Uh, so I, I don't know who y'all see that. So I think okay. So I'm gonna go with one. If it was me at 40, I would want Michael Mayer if he was available. Um, who's, an, who's another? I can't. I think, mm, it sounds maybe very boring, but I'd also want Osiris, uh, Osiris Torrance. Oh, he's still um, there. Oh, shoot. Yeah. yeah the guard, that'd guard be a Torrance. good pick, man. It would be. It would be. Think it would be. And it would be such a meat and potatoes draft because you draft a defensive tackle and, you know, yeah. start, and then you draft the offensive line. Like, that's in the trenches. But they both, they need help in the trenches. And I, I you know, Cam Jordan, you know, however long, however much he has left, kind of has a new running mate, you know, in at the interior. And something I, I wanted to say earlier about Brian Breesy is like, and I saw this with when Paris Johnson got drafted. Like these, you know, defensive tackles and left tackles, man, they are just built differently now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Like you, you, when, when you watch Brian Breesy, like, when he's making a play, and I'm like, is that a, is that a DT? Like he is, he is like chiseled and just like he doesn't look like 300 pound lumbering. Even let's go back to what was it was it was the Indomitian Sioux draft in um oh who yeah. am I thinking of uh, uh Oklahoma went to Carol who played I oh, can't uh, think of Joe, his name. uh uh Gerald uh, yeah Jerome McCoy thank you. Yeah. Like, even their body type, well, Sue was a little different, but, like, just the body type of, like, a Gerald McCoy juxtaposed to the body type of Brian Breesy. It's like, y'all y'all playing the same position? Like, what? No, it's crazy, man. <laughs> it is, sorry. But, so those those are my, my ones, uh, is Michael, my, Michael Mayer and Osiris Torrance. It, my players, I think they probably would draft if they go offense, if they go tight end, it would be a very, very Saints pick. Um, but I'm going with uh, Sam La- Sam Laporta, the Iowa tight end who I believe got hurt last year, or, or or maybe I'm thinking someone else. But listen, if if it's him, he he meets all the metrics. He and that, one thing I will say about Iowa, they put they put out tight ends, bro. Oh yeah, no question. You and look. They could go defense, though. They could go defense. And, yeah. You know. So that's the that's the player. If they choose to go offense, I'm predicting. If they choose to go defense, I could easily see them going. Joey Porter Jr. cornerback still on the board, um, or uh, Brian Branch, who like is nickel safety kind of kind of really fits in that um Jeff Ireland wheelhouse of players. Mm. Um I know some fans may not understand the Joy Porter Jr. pick and I get on paper it wouldn't make sense. I did I could just see that pick being he like we had him as like a low first round grade and he felt us at 40 and he was just too good yeah. to pass up type of thing. Yeah um, absolutely also they could you know speaking with corners they I you know Keely Ringo who I'm not a huge fan of um but it's also about the value thing. But I do want them. This is going back to the ones. I do want them to get something offensively. That preferably not O line at some point. Like tight end, yeah. Another wide receiver, um, running back. I do want them to do that. 
round two, not round two, round three. Um, but yeah, Any, anything else you wanted to? Yeah, to add on that? they could also look at defensive end. You know, our boy Andre Carter out of Army. He's still out oh, there. Bro, I would um, be Keon White. Stop it! I don't want to hear it, bro. Keon White out there. Oh, man, you know, like I'm, I'll just say this: look, Andre Carter at forty. Not a player I love, but I wouldn't be mad at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't be mad at it. That's, you know, that gives you something to work with. Um, Like you said, man, they got to get some offensive talent in here. Bro. They do. Got to get some wide receiver. I don't know. Hyatt, Hyatt didn't get drafted, right? No. Jonathan Hyatt. Um, who else they got? Cedric Tillman, somebody I like. Um, who else they got out there? Uh, uh, I don't. They got Josh Downs, but I couldn't. I could not see him them drafting him. Yeah. Uh, they got yeah, Mike, They got Michael Wilson, wide receiver from um, Stanford. Um, and we'll see. I, I'm a. I get. I guess I'm a little annoyed. And this is like a like the old man yelling at the clouds. It's like, man, when when did day two get moved to fucking six p.m.? Like that shit used to be like early. You know, early. after after round one, and now it's just like fuck. Anyway, let's. Back up a little bit out of out of the NFC South, out of talking about the Saints and just things that happened in this draft that was just kind of huh, like very maybe eye-opening for you. Um that just kind of caught your attention. I wouldn't say eye-opening, but um just the Texans. Mm-hmm. The Texans doubling up, just getting their QB and getting their edge. I just love that. You know what I'm saying? I love it because it was always speculation. Well, are they going to go edge and just, you know, punt on the QB situation? Are they going to wait on the QB? No. They say, let's just do both. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's do both and knock it out. Will it work out? We'll see. But, look, I like C.J. Stroud. I think he's I do too, man. a quarterback. Um, and, I'm, and I'm glad he didn't – that slander that was, like, happy, yeah. like the week before, we can – like, I'm glad he – he he got his time to shine in the right. sun. He he goes high. I I did believe, and, and this is this is just kind of tells you kind of tells you how finicky NFL teams could be. There there was a belief, and it wasn't even a belief. Like it was kind of like written in stone that they the reason they would not go with him was because of his agent of David. Right. No, you know because of the whole Deshaun Watson situation. They were, and then I, I, at some point between when I was told that. And the draft, so who knows when, it, it got figured out, right? Which just can't, things are always fluid. Yeah, you know, you know, ownership plays a role in that too. Yes, right? like man, take that quarterback, you know. So I don't know, but I'm just, you know, it was good to see that they just not be stupid. I, don't, I hate when teams just do stupid stuff. Uh, it was, you know, um, what else kind of surprised me? Uh, B. John Robinson to the Falcons didn't surprise. Did that, sur- me. Did that surprise you though? Uh- Maybe it, I, I had an surprise me. Okay, yeah, but it was just you know it was just more like it was annoying. annoying. Yeah, yes. Like, uh, <laughs> like of course, of course. Uh, what else stood out? Uh, like I said, I like I like the Lions draft. Um, anything else? Uh, Detroit they take took Jack Campbell, that big ass linebacker. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was that was just interesting because he like he just remind me of like a nineteen. Like a throwback, bro. Like I was like, "What the?" I just I was surprised to see him go in the first round. Period. Honestly, um, let's see what else. 
no, nah, that was pretty much it, man. Like nothing really, uh, really shocked me in this draft other than that and seeing the Texans move up. That that was that was a shock. I will I would say maybe not not maybe not a huge shock because the C, the Seahawks tend to do that you know zag when some teams zig, but then drafted a cornerback and um, yeah. Devon Witherspoon at five as high as they did um, was a was a was a surprise. Um, and we talked about it last night at our table. You know the job that. Pete Carroll's done in rebuilding this team, right? Because, like you said, for there was a, a, a while where they looked like they were going to be a per- perennial team picking in at the top five, top eight, like uh-huh. repeatedly, and they essentially completely turned their team around um, very quickly. Uh, so now they drafted uh, Devon, you know, Devon Woodspoon, um, and later on they had Jackson Smith, a jig, but just. Just yeah, right just there. just a fucking right gift. Yeah. So now you 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 have G and I don't I got to see where are they picking before the Saints are at at twenty or sorry at forty? Like are they picking before forty? I don't have the draft list up. Um, yeah, before us they pick at thirty seven. So and I don't I'm not saying that they're gonna do this, but they could easily at thirty seven. You know they could take. Will Levis, they could take Hendon Hooker. Yeah. And yeah. just have okay. like, you know, we paid Gino, that's cool, but Gino's older, and, and then boom. In round two, we got our got our guy potentially of the future because they're doing they're doing some things, and I, I don't like it because like fuck the Seahawks, like fuck with right. Carroll. But he's like you said, he's a good coach, um, a great coach. I, I don't even want to like he's a great coach. You said you'd love to sit down with him and talk to him. Conspiracy, <laughs> conspiracy theories podcast, but be careful. So, like, what? Do you, what? So, but what about the 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 jet fuel? Like, how did, <laughs> did too hot? Like, anyway, so, um, oh, and the coach, the coach taking Andy Richardson. Andy Richardson really, really did go top five, man. It's, he did, bro. That's that's why they look, man. Like, I I have my. My little gripes about him, but I want to see him succeed. Like, he, oh yeah, absolutely. If he, if he succeeds, that's gonna be fun. Like, that's gonna be so fun for the NFL. I do not like the fact that he is ninety nine percent gonna be thrusted in being a starter. Don't like that for him. Yeah, but yeah. I think that I think that could go very negatively very quickly. But he goes to Indianapolis, who has pretty decent offensive line. It's gotten kind of overrated, and they've gotten yeah. older and injured. On the last couple of years, so probably not as good as it was, but um, a, de- a an okay offensive line. You know, they have Jonathan Taylor, who they can lean on heavily. You have your head coach Shane, whatever his name is, sorry, right. Shiken, whatever. But he comes over from Philadelphia, who kind of really helped build this offense um, around Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And what what is it, bro? Did we not make the? Did we not? And I can't. I can't take full credit for it because a, a friend kind of told it to me first. But the whole, and this is before Anthony Richardson blew up the combine, right? But this whole comparison of Anthony Richardson to Jalen Hurts, and it would take a like, and sure enough, like who drafts him? A, 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 yep. The now head coach who coached Jalen Hurts last season. Yep. Um. So they. One one thing I did want to talk about before we close out, though. So you you mentioned Anthony Richardson. We talked about C.J. Stroud. This draft is a 
First of all, it's a perfect Greg draft. He's like, what? No white quarterbacks? <laughs> but, but the way the pendulum has absolutely completely swung. Like crazy. We had like the first picks, Bryce Young. Now Bryce Young is a pocket passer, but he has elite pocket presence, but he can move when needed. CJ Stroud, again, more of a pocket passer. Probably before that Georgia game, fans and scouts question, can he make plays outside of scrimmage, right? Anthony Richardson, we, we all know what he is as, as a player. Um, the fact that they, black quarterbacks, all got drafted top five. And you have a classic throwback pocket passer, Will Levis. Just if this was the draft, this was a draft, what, five, six, seven years ago? Will Levis going top right. oh, number one overall, bro. No question. No question. He going to the Texans. He going to the Panthers. Somebody. He going there, bro. Going to the Colts. No question. Ryan, he did not get drafted in round one. And he was in. He was in Kansas City, <laughs> sitting there. And I, 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 I understand a lot of the gripes about him, right? I, I, I've, I've, I've watched very little of him, but he, as a prospect, he reminds me of a. Poor a poor man's Josh Allen, right? Mm. Um, where it's like the throws that Josh could make at Wyoming when he like you could see like it made scouts go ooh, you know, you saw it even yeah. though the inaccuracy blah blah. I just feel like Will Levis is as a prospect, not not as not success, but as a prospect, it's a poor man's Josh Allen. I also think that maybe something that hurt him in the process of leading up to the draft is, you know, you would read some things of just how he interviewed and like maybe that, that little, and you, I don't want to say like, you could kind of look and tell, but he kind of just had this arrogance about just this aura of just entitlement, maybe. Yeah. And maybe, maybe teams now are more hesitant of that just as recently as, Zach Wilson, right? Yeah. Maybe he had the same kind of personality, and then he becomes mm-hmm. a pro, and then his team's not winning. And then when he's getting asked, like, hey, like, what happened? He, he's, like, deflecting, and he's blaming, he's blaming yeah. everyone except himself. Exactly. And maybe no, teams pick, picked up a little more on that of just, like, no, oh, like, like, if you have that and your tape is as inconsistent as it is, like, no, nah, we good. We good. We don't, we don't care how big you are. We don't care how far, far you can throw the ball. We go, it's just it's just crazy how the pendulum has has swung. Yes, it is crazy. It is crazy, and I think he's gonna get drafted tonight. You know. Oh yes, I think he's gonna get drafted tonight. I think he's gonna get drafted early. And I mean, look, man, like shoot, anybody could take him. Honestly, like he might be there for the Titans to take him. You know, he might be there for the Lions to take him in the second round. He might be there for the Rams to take him. I doubt they would. Um, like you say, Seahawks, Raiders, Raiders could take them. Yeah, I mean, so that's that's just crazy, you know, because it's, it's to the point where it's like, oh, Will Levis now is like, huh, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, because it's, 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 it's the, the value's different. Um, exactly. Any, anything else you want to hit up on 
in 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 the draft. Yeah, man, I'm just looking forward to when the draft over, so we could just kind of look at the whole thing, you know, holistically. Right. Um. I don't have anything else. Um. But again, they didn't. They didn't, didn't trade up. They didn't trade up. They didn't sacrifice any picks in the future from next year's draft. And now they really have an opportunity to get a player that they want at 40, potentially. And third round, you know, if there's a guy that's just on that on that cloud or offensive player that they just they love, I can see them trading, you know, some picks later on the draft to go up or maybe some picks next year's draft to go up. Um, but to your point, to see how this team looks after all the dust has settled, it's going to be interesting to see, man. Um, it on paper, and I hate saying this, right? Because what does fucking on paper mean? People crumple up paper, gets wet, whatever. On paper, this team should be able to get to at least be a wild card team in the NFC, Ugh. at least. On, on paper, on paper and pencil. Paper, paper and pencil. Not, 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 not even competition, bro. Uh, oh, I do. I, I agree, though, man. I agree. Like, right, and if, and if they are, I, I understand this. If they are, so Max and I had made a bet. I forgot what I don't remember. I don't even remember what the first bet was, but. We we doubled it, so I had owed I owed Dark Saint Max a dinner from the, our first bet, and then we doubled it. So this, the the bet we doubled it on is that he is predicting that the Saints will win over. So I the I think the win total for the Saints is nine and a half. I think mm. or it was when we made it. So he's predicting that the Saints will win over. I said under, and I we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, that's it. We recapped round one. Uh, we appreciate y'all for supporting us. We'll so round two, round three are tonight. Ryan, because you you guys head back tomorrow, right? Yep. Okay, so I don't I don't I don't know when we're gonna recap round two, round three. Ryan and Bree were there on their wedding anniversary. So, told you yeah, last time, night, though, man. Bri, me and Bree been talking about it all morning. She really enjoyed herself, you know. Had had, had Ryan try that that tequila rose? Ooh, that rose, boy. Can't find it in the states. Shout out to to my our dude uh, Dan for bringing it over. I, it it, it looks like Pato Bismol. You like, what is that? I'm like, oh, it's, you know, I so all. Daniel did. He so he sent me a picture of it either in the Discord or he texted it to me. And I tequila is my favorite liquor. Period. I, I'm not a beer drinker, but you get some tequila in me, I'm good to go. So he showed it to me. He's like tequila rose, strawberry cream. I said, bro, you go ahead and bring that shit over, bro. Bring it over. <laughs> um, and then you you see it, and it, it absolutely fucking just looks like fucking Pepto Bismol. Like it looks That's like it, it would not. But it just you drink it and it tastes good and it goes down just smooth and yeah, well, you had, we had that we had those I had two of the watermelon margaritas the frozen ones that oh good good time so if that's not a sales pitch 
and we're, we're not salesmen, but if that's not encouragement for for you as a listener to become a Patreon, because all the things that we do as a community, the, the draft party, the big meetup we're going to do, shit, what, six months away or five months away, you probably at the next, um, for the next home game we do in New Orleans, those, all that's for, for our Patreons only. And last night was fun. Last October was fun. I really think that this next big meetup, bro, that we might get close to like at least 30, 35 people, bro. Like I'm, yeah. I, I feel it. I feel it. Um, which is funny because, you know, we're by nature a bit of introverts, right? Yeah. Um, I, I think, and I think, no, I think knowing you as long as I've known you now, I feel like you're probably more of an introvert than I am. And I thought I was no an introvert. No question. Yeah. Easily. Um, but when you just get us around, you know, our people, our friends, you know, basically like, you know, we, we make jokes in the discord of how, you know, making the Don Toretto fucking fast and furious. Like I don't have friends, I have family. Like, but that it's right. real, bro. Like that's, 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 that's what it is for us. So come become a Patreon, you know, just so you're there in person with us. And if you don't, if you just want to just listen and just cool, listen, rate us five stars, whatever. Love it. Do all that. But if you want to join us and just be with us and, you know, maybe if you don't even know anyone there, like it won't be long before you feel a part of, of the group and just the vibes. That's all. It's just good fucking vibes. Good people. Um, you know, we don't really we don't have anyone where everyone's just like, well, not in person. right? We don't have anyone. Where we're just like, oh, shit. such and such is here. Oh, we we don't it won't have that man like it, I love it. it it truly is special um so anyhow we will be back maybe tomorrow but we don't don't worry we got you guys covered in terms of the recap for the rest of the draft um yeah someone tweeted us yesterday like oh you uh, Adam and Ryan you guys been really oh we just did a five hour live stream sir like. <laughs> Exactly. We ain't heard from you, nah, bro. Well, if you, we posted the YouTube link like it was up. Like you couldn't see us. So anyhow, we'll we will be back this week to re- recap the rest of the draft. Thank y'all for the support. Last night was amazing, um, and we'll, we'll you'll hear from us soon. The next couple of days, y'all. With that. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.